Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to today's episode of the interview show right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I really hope that everyone is doing well and is staying safe. So as we're coming to a close for this season of the interview show, I am very happy to have my guest today. Andrea, <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited for the interview. Yeah, of course. And so first of all, the way that I always begin off each and every one of my podcast interviews or anytime I have a guest is by first of all asking, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I had a lot of discussion boards I had to finish earlier today, but other than that, just the usual schoolwork, housework, everyday routine. <laughs> so other than that, I can't complain. Well, that is really great to hear. And so before I get started with today's topic, I'm going to first of all give you an opportunity to go ahead and introduce yourself to those listening here on the podcast. All right. Hi, my name is Andrea Carey. I am 36 years old. I am attending ODU and taking um, cybersecurity as my major, and I'm just excited to be here. Well, that is really great to hear, and I'm quite excited to have you on here. So thanks once again for, for willing to be here. I'm really excited for this conversation. And so I guess my first question is, what really made you want to, yeah, to really study cybersecurity? Well, um, one of the main reasons is the need for cybersecurity. It's not getting any better. Um, we're, we're seeing an, an influx of attacks, small and on a large scale. I mean, if you watch the news, something's happening every other day. So that was one of my main reasons for doing it. Um, another reason was um, that actually in the field, there's a lack of women. And I wanted to kind of break that barrier and show, you know, we can do this too. Like, it's just not, I don't want to say a man's <laughs> um profession but you know we are able and capable to do this as well and lastly um the flexibility of the job and being able to make your own hours be able to work from home um and also just knowing that there's going to be a need for cybersecurity in general well those are all definitely very good reasons for yeah choosing the cybersecurity field and so well, i'm probably gonna yeah ask about all of them i actually start off with with first asking, so so for you, you mentioned the ability to work at home and have flexible hours. And so are you able to explain a little bit about, yeah, I guess for you, why that might be a priority for, you know, for really, I guess, going into this field? I know for myself, I, I honestly really love the flexibility of being able to, you know, create my own schedule and sort of do my own exactly. thing. Um, for me, um especially what's happened with the pandemic, it's really put things into light as far as, you know, what can happen and how long it can be happened. So being able to have that option to where that you can work at home, you're not being exposed, potentially exposed, you know, to viruses or, you know, whatever. And then um, the flexibility of it that for me is, um, one, I like to go on vacation and do the things, but I also, um, I basically have a family as well that, you know, I want to be there for and take care of, and that's important to me. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. 
Well, yeah, well, that's definitely, those are definitely very good reasons for, you know, for really wanting to, you know, be at home and at least, you know, be in control of your environment. And I think there's yes. always such a common misconception that people who like stuff virtually are just like staying at home and yeah, they're always just staring at the screen. And that's not really true. You can really be anywhere that you want. Right. And I want to have those options to be able to work wherever I want, even if I am on vacation and need to pick up and do something, I'll have that option. I don't want to be held back by my job and not being able to travel. Yeah, that is quite true. I mean, especially like, I know for me, I, I don't know if I would really would have had the flexibility to even do this podcast had I not been doing all of my schoolwork, you know, virtually just because of, you know, I have, well, first of all, without, you know, going into this too much, it's like I have for myself, like a ton of different obligations that I have and so much stuff I'm a part of, but I right. think definitely being virtual has helped so much with being able to do all of that within a timely man manner. So how has that been able to work out for you since you're currently a student? Um, it has been working out for me. Um, and I know people have this perception that just because, you know, we're taking online classes, it's less work, which is quite the opposite, <laughs> as you know, um, because they put in discussion boards and all these other things to fill that class time, I feel. But um, it is nice being able to have due dates and kind of spread out the work that way. Like you, I have obligations and things that I'm need to do. And it's nice having that flexibility to be able to still do that and be able to say yes to things because um, I still want to do all the things I did before and I don't want school to be in the way of that. So, yeah, that is quite true. And especially also, you know, giving time to each of you know your current obligations, but yet you know, not having school necessarily take away from that and be like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that today. I have homework. And, you know, I definitely think while that might happen sometimes, it's definitely, right. yeah, it's somewhat within your control to the best of your ability anyway. Right. And it's nice not being able to, you know, just the process of getting up, getting ready, getting in the car, driving to school and driving back. I mean, that's a process into itself. You know, that can take up most of your day. So I like I said, I really enjoy the flexibility of the online classes for that reason as well. Yeah, that's definitely quite true. And so have you ever done any in-person college classes of any kind? I did. When I was in my early 20s, I did um, classes at Thomas Nelson. And at that time, it was easier for me to do that then. But I did notice that me trying to do like an in-person situation, um, I realized very quickly that's just not for me. I, I realized I thrive better in an online atmosphere when I can make my routine. But um, yeah, and I feel like that kind of held me back in a sense and why I had to go back to school. I mean, among other things, because at that time there weren't many options for online classes. And now, I mean, you can you can take pretty much anything online and get your degree, which is amazing. So, yeah, that is definitely very true. I mean, especially, you know, I always like looking at the bright side of things. And I would say that out of the whole, you know, pandemic time period in the 2020s decade thus far for the year and well, almost two years that we've had in it is that I like that it's at least given a better appreciation for like online resources. So it's like, wow online classes have existed for a while. It's like, it wasn't until then that 
people truly appreciate it for what they are but but yeah but also made it equal because a lot of times yeah while there may be online classes it's like it, it was almost impossible for someone to even like get involved in like organizations and clubs and stuff while being a virtual student it was just like a you should be on campus like everyone else and that's not always for everyone as you just mentioned right no i agree and just like you know our what we just joined with our group for the national honor society well one of them um you know that's been strictly online <laughs> which is amazing because you know like you said we're be, we're able to be a part of something but you know virtually and we don't have to meet people in person i mean it'll be nice at some point maybe but you know it's just nice to have that, those options yeah that is yeah that is quite true i mean and for you did you expect to really get involved you know with with college stuff while you know while attending this time around I honestly didn't <laughs> for a couple reasons. Um, obviously my age, you know, I am older and I knew eventually I was going to get into, you know, some different cybersecurity things, you know, internships, this, that, and the third online, but that wouldn't be until the spring semester. Um, I had no idea until the opportunity arise that this was even an option because I hadn't researched you know, this group. And like we spoke before, whenever I even received the flyer, I didn't even think it was a real thing. But um, no, I did I did not plan on this at all. You know, the opportunity just, you know, kind of knocked on my door and I was like, okay, well, this is amazing. This seems like another outlet for social networking and, you know, references and a chance to meet people from, you know, different ages, different backgrounds, different cultures. And, you know, that's important to me. So, um, yeah, I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened, but it was very unexpected. Well, I'm really glad that, you know, that you were able to, you know, to get involved, even if it's not what you expected that at least that hopefully you're at least enjoying it. Oh, I am. I definitely am. And it also kind of gives me a break to kind of step back and have some, you know, another form of socialization, which is nice. Yeah, that is quite true. And so I guess really continuing on with this. So how has your overall college experience been thus far? How far are you into your degree? I assume you're getting a, a degree in your cybersecurity. Um, I, um, I've been on track. I'm actually considered, I'm a junior now, now that I've got all my stuff transferred from Thomas Nelson and other colleges I attended. And um, I am slated to graduate next fall. Um, so that's exciting. So far, so good. Um, knock on wood. <laughs> I know things come up, but um, I told myself this time around, I'm not going to let anything get in my way of me obtaining this degree because it's been a long time coming. I mean, I, I always believe that, you know, things happen and kind of direct you in the path that you're supposed to go towards. But I also know that I don't want anything to distract or deter me from doing this. So this is really important to me. And I know that um, I definitely need to do this, get through it, stay strong, you know, reach out if I need help and just do everything I need to do to accomplish this goal. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you are like really determined to to get this happen. And 
And while I definitely agree that things happen for a reason, there's certain things, certain goals that's just like, this has to happen. Like, I really want this to happen. This is the path I want to go on. And so I'm really glad that you are just so determined to, you know, to make it there, no matter, you know, what circumstances come out. Because I definitely know this has been a very interesting time period, but, but the fact that you're still really determined to, you know, to get it done despite all of these different circumstances, you know, really says a lot. So first of all, I congratulate you on, you know, almost ready to graduate. So how has that- Thank you. How's that been for you? Like almost, almost there? Well, it's scary and exciting at the same time. <laughs> I obviously have to, after the semester, um, actually during Christmas break, the little downtime that we have, I need to kind of figure out my internships and where I want to go and really like get my resume ready. And it's like, this is real, it's happening. So it's like, oh my God, but it's also very exciting. And I know it'll be very self-fulfilling once I actually, you know, obtain this goal. So I'm very excited slash scared. <laughs> wow. And I, yeah, I definitely like fully understand that. I mean, I know for me, while I still have a little while, you know, before I truly yeah, I'm able to graduate. I know just for so much stuff I'm doing, it's just like, it's like you never fully believe it until you get there. And it's just, and it still comes with such a big shock factor, like no matter how much you really prepare for it. <laughs> right. And so what specific, do you happen to know what specifically you'd like to do with your cybersecurity degree once you get it? Um, I do have um, a couple of ideas um I still that's my other homework for the <laughs> winter break because this semester has been very trying but um ethical hacking I'm very interested in that I'm taking a course that's kind of you know simulates that and it's very interesting to me so I'm thinking something along the lines of that Okay. That's really cool. And so what really got you into, I guess, your interest in ethical hacking? Um, I, I've i read, you know, you read so many articles on the internet and um, with my classes, I have to research different things. But to actually, I'm a person that has to kind of experience things hands on to know whether I'm really, truly going to enjoy it. I'm not so much a writing person per se, I'm more of a hands-on, I need to figure this out kind of person. And I realized once I started taking my labs, I was like, wow, this is really, you know, this is cool. And this can, you know, there's a lot of need for that because organizations need to know where their weaknesses are, you know, because like I said, consistently, I mean, there's somebody getting hacked right now. <laughs> But, you know, that's one of the major things to be able to show their weaknesses in the system and how we can fix that. So, yeah, that's definitely a good thing that, yeah, that there's so many different areas in the cybersecurity realm. And I mean, just so many different STEM routes altogether and especially the associated fields as well, that there's just so much stuff that you're able to, you know, to do and explore and that, you know, where you start off at may not even be where you end up at later on. No, that's very true. And that's it. And I guess I didn't touch on that either. With cybersecurity, it's pretty, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with it cyber wise. And even if you don't go, if you don't explore the cybersecurity side of it, 
you know, you're able to get an IT job if need be as well. But if you just had an IT degree, you couldn't really go into cybersecurity technically. So it's nice to be able to like have that option to be able to flip back and forth or, you know, need be. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because I know, I know for me, like I have so many different interests and whatnot that like, it's almost where when there's so much stuff that you may be interested in, it's just like, which one do you pick? Which one really like, you know, really calls for you only because yeah, it's so different from learning stuff to actually doing it where, you know, while a lot of information you know, may come over, it might be where all the stuff you've been learning, you know, while you may have loved all the loved all of it learning wise doing it, you know, you have to be able to love that too. Yeah, that's, and that's what the main thing that was important to me. I've worked many jobs where I wasn't, I was lacking passion in it and it really showed and something that you're going to technically do for the rest of your life. I feel like you should be passionate about it, but I mean, even though it's still work (laughs) to a sense, you know, that way it's enjoyable to you because once your job is not enjoyable, I mean, what's the point of that? Life is way too short. Yeah, that is really true. I mean, and I think, yeah, after having done so many different podcast interviews and you know, being able to speak with so many people, both on and off, I was going to say camera, but I guess microphone, is that is that really you, you're able to hear like so many different people's passions in the different ways that they go about it and that not everybody's path is the same, is the same way or goes even the same route. And yeah, and there's also so many instances where, yeah, where it's almost like, this is what I want to do. And then it's like, when you start getting there, it's just like, oh, it's like, well, there's actually this other path that I'm yeah, really interested in as well that I think might be a little better fit. And so... And, and that's so, okay, too. Yeah, that is definitely yeah, really true. And so for you, I know that you mentioned... Yeah, a part of why you decided to choose cybersecurity, but what really made you decide that now was the right time for you to truly go after and finish your degree? Well, well, a couple things. Um, Honestly, I knew it was time. And then also my boyfriend also inspired me to do it as well. And in addition, COVID really, you know, I know it negatively affected people and I'm not going to discard that, but in for me, it affected me positively because, you know, it kind of helped me change and see what I needed to do. And through the resources that were offered now, through different grants and, you know, financial aid because of the help that we're receiving, you know, that really made it possible for me to do this. You know, I'm not going to disregard the fact that, you know, all, you know, all the things that we lost during the pandemic, but um And, you know, there are some things that personally happened to me as well. But like you, I still try to look at the positive of things and realize that I knew that this was the right time for me to do this. Yeah, I 100% understand that. And yeah, and as you just mentioned, I mean, for me personally as well, like there's so much stuff where as soon as, yeah, we got into the sort of present day, it's like I realized that there were certain things that... I figured like, this is something I need to do right now. And especially like with continuing this podcast, especially during this time, because, you know, while there's maybe so much, you know, 
so much worrying going on, and just so much stuff always happening. Like I, I want to be able to provide a a positive light of real life experience, and I think a lot of time too, it's like you know, it's like even for people who may be yeah you know, self motivated, like like I am, it's just sort of where still one of the things I enjoy doing is being able to speak with others and you'll be able to hear their stories. But yeah, in the present day, you might, it's not necessarily as yeah easy to do that. And so it's just really going that, the extra step and yeah. And so for myself, you know, really having this podcast and being able to speak with people and, you know, really be able to hear their stories, even though it's different than how it was before. Yeah. It's still continuing on yeah, with, for that, my passion of, you know, being able to help others and whatnot. And so I'm really glad to hear that for you, you've been able to, you have to really continue on with your education, like I said, despite the circumstances and just really pulling through with that. And so, right. and so for you, is there any other major passions that you're really going after during this time as well? Honestly, um, currently no (laughs) i um my main focus right now is just basically family school you know still being able to socialize with friends and whatnot but um i want to pick up some hobbies such as knitting which i sound like a little grandma right now but um i did try to have a garden this year i realized i can only keep succulents alive (laughs) So hopefully next year, um, I want to do that because that is something I'm passionate about. I feel like you should be able to, you know, grow your own food and do the things and be able to have that option. And that's something I need to kind of research on my downtime because, you know, that's, that is important to me, you know, having, having flowers and vegetables and things. Um, also I kind of put it on the back burner, but, um, as far as, um, I was going to get bees, you know, have bees. Cause that's also, um, important to me. I had went to some summits and, uh, joined some groups, but I'm not going to lie. I fell back on that because I realized that, um, school is just, you know, school and family is just a huge priority, but I will, you know, go back to that at some point <laughs> once everything kind of settles down. As for now, it is school. <laughs> well, that's always quite all right. Cause I know even for me with all the different stuff I do, it just really comes down to, you know, for me, it's like, I'm a full-time college student first. Like for me, I always value my education over everything else I do. Of, of course, you know, family and stuff too, because right. also, you know, equally important, but I know for the yeah, for myself, those are always like the main two priorities. And then everything else is just as much as I can, but not stressing myself out too much about it. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, that's my big go. thing. I want to be able to say yes, but not to a fault. <laughs> not where you're stressing yourself out and stretching yourself thin, because that's not good either. Yeah. And I think that's always hard, especially in college, no matter, you know, what age it is, because it's like they're, there are always so many opportunities out there. And I think that's the hard thing about it too, which which you sort of mentioned earlier when you were talking about you know, our societies and how like it's not like high school, for instance, where there might be, you know, one organization and 
this one club and and everything and yeah you know everyone is that in college you don't really know everybody and there's so many opportunities out there it's just but sometimes like all hearing about all of them is just so overwhelming because there's just so many opportunities to choose from and you can't pick them all no it's true it's true you kind of have to pick out what you're what you're gonna have time for and what speaks to you i feel like yeah that is definitely really true and so before we go ahead and head to our break i did want to give a moment for you and say for any of those listening who may be in the process of considering whether or not to continue their education or to go after their passion or anything of that nature what advice do you have for them um i would say you know like i said i'm 36 years old i've been going to college on and off for years now i should be a doctor <laughs> but i'm not um i would just say go for it don't let anything stand in your way Um, We are in a time where there's plenty of resources financially, you know, emotionally. There's just so many things out there to help you and to guide you. There's really no excuse. You know, I say, you know, it's better to, you know, set goals and try to achieve them. And at any age, I mean, it's better sooner than later, but it's never too late is what I should say. It's never too late to go for your goal and like i said don't let anybody stand in the way of that and even if you have something going on personally which i've used excuses for that you know just kind of get through it because at the end of the day we're not getting any younger we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so why not now (laughs) yeah i 100 percent agree with that i mean there's just so much yeah i think there's always so many there's always stuff going on and i think for a lot of us, especially myself as a somewhat mini perfectionist, I'm working on it, but you know, but it's like, there's always like waiting for like that perfect moment. But I think the hardest exactly. thing is, yeah, but like <laughs> the hardest thing is to realize that there's never a perfect moment. There's always something coming up and something that's going to prevent you, but it's just like, do you choose to let that take priority over your your goals and what you want to do? And sometimes it has to. Like right now, we're literally in a global pandemic. We we can't really move that around, but right. we can yeah adjust our goals to yeah to ensure that we're still able to go after them. Might be different, but yeah, really ensuring that we're putting our best foot forward. I agree. I agree. Yeah, and with that being said, I'll still be here with Andrea. So for those listening, please stay tuned. All right, so I am still here with Andrea. And so first of all, as I just mentioned, you have just, you've been doing a really good job and just really, yeah, conveying so many of your different passions and, and you know, Thank really you. why... Oh, yeah, absolutely. And why you really want to continue on with your education. And so I'm going to set aside some time um, for you now. If there's anything else that you would like to say, any additional comments or even questions for me or those listening, the floor is all yours. Um, I think you pretty much summed up as far as um, what you captured from me. Um, again, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been amazing. Um, I guess one of my questions to you, and I think we had spoken about it before, um, 
what really made you passionate about doing podcasts? Ooh, so that that is a really interesting one. So it's a it's an interesting story because it's like it, it's almost like two things came to one. And so long story short, I've throughout my entire life, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is to help others in any way that I can. That has always been my number one priority for anything, whether it's someone I know, whether it's a family member, friend, or even a complete stranger online. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to do that. And so, and so when I was in, so about five and a half years ago, I'll, I'll say that, about five and a half years ago, and a few days actually, I was given a assignment for class and I was asked to create a fictitious company you know, for this assignment. And so I I wanted to make my project as realistic as possible. And so that what what became what I did in the project actually became the basis of my YouTube channel. And so Oh wow. So yeah, so from there I started content creation. I've been going at it for five and a half years. You know, occasional little breaks and releasing here and there. But I've always been continuously producing content and really like trying to do my best, but I did it with that same intent of wanting to help others. And so for me, I had done it with a technology theme. And so from my YouTube channel, I've, I've since then had a blog, a podcast, and I've had a few of them here and there. And so I started my very first podcast back in November 2017. So yeah, that was a long time ago. And <laughs> but but essentially, like from there, I've really like developed like a really big interest in you know, speaking with others. And yeah, to me, it was so much more convenient in an audio format because to me, that's where my passion lied a little more than video. But I'd say that what really revitalized my want and, and true passion for podcasts is actually a few years later. And so in January 2020, I actually restarted my podcast and, you know, from scratch. And I was just like, I'm continuing from what I'm doing, but I'm doing it differently. And so I started for the very first time. I had my very first podcast interview that I recorded in January 2020 and released then. And so from there, I really got to hear what other people had to say. And like other people's passions and so since then i've just gradually shifted more to from a little away from the actual technology itself but to really other people's stories and really why is it that they are passionate and so yeah and whatever it is and i really want to be able to hear those stories and so i think that's the main reason that i really enjoy podcasting today and content creation as a whole and so it's still under the same intent of helping others from what I started with, but in a different way than before. Whereas before, yeah, I just use my technology knowledge to help those who, you know, may be interested in that stuff online. And now I'm able to, you know, really hear other people's stories and help share it to those, you know, who may be listening. And really, I hope, you know, that it really helps, you know, those listening, like really be able to say, oh. I like resonates and, ex and, and it, Jesus, you can't talk, <laughs> inspires them. Yeah. They have like the same kind of passion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is the exact reason. I and I really just enjoy it. Like from 
not just this episode, but every episode I've done. I've honestly really enjoyed them and just really hearing everyone's passion. So, so I know that was a long answer, but like I said, that's That's true. okay. You can tell that you're passionate about it and you're good at this. And I feel like that you were, I am not the greatest with words at times. And you were able to kind of coach me through that and be able to kind of help me relay what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so that's awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I always try to do my best. And that happens with me as well, especially yeah, with so much recording that I do that it sometimes becomes a little jumble of words when I'm trying to, yeah, after having done this so much, because this is actually for this podcast station, um, Brands Tech, this is by the time that I've recorded this, I've recorded over 45 other episodes of this That's podcast. Awesome. So. So yeah, so it's 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 been quite a bit. It's been a really interesting journey, but I've loved every aspect of, of my way thus far. So that's awesome. Yeah, but did you have any other questions or comments before we go ahead and close out today's episode? I I did not. I think you covered everything that I wanted to say. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And so before I let you go, I did want to ask that for any of those listening who may be interested in continuing to follow your story, is there anywhere that that those listening may be able to to either like follow you or continue your story? If not, that's quite all right as well. I did want to at least give you the opportunity. Um, as far as um, like social media or. Yes. Um, I will be honest. I'm not, I'm not a huge social media person, but if somebody had any, um, questions or concerns, they could definitely reach out to my, um, personal email. Would you like me to give that over this? Or is that something that you would include in a link? You can actually give it here. Cause I'm not sure how many people actually listen to the, um, watch the link, read the link. Gotcha. So if there's any questions or concerns or even shout outs, um, my email is a carry c a r e y five zero zero three at gmail.com. So feel free any questions I will try to get back to you in a timely fashion. <laughs> um, it might take a week max, but um, I will respond. Well, that is all really great to hear. And thank you once again for for being here and I've just truly enjoyed our conversation that we've had. Thank you, me too. Yeah, and and for those listening and for you as well, have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll chat with yes. you later.